Welcome to Heart and Soul Center of Light. My name is Ron Marshall, and I'm a licensed practitioner and founding member at Heart and Soul. And I'm honored to be facilitating our meditation experience this morning. This morning, we are taking the opportunity to immerse ourselves in stillness so that we may connect with the knower within, so that it may be our guide during this time of change. So wherever you are, I invite you to make yourself comfortable so that you may be open to divine guidance. Know that right where you are, God is, and therefore it is a safe and sacred space. If you are willing, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to close and take this opportunity to relax and let go of all that has transpired up until this moment. Join me in taking a deep conscious breath. Let's breathe in. And release with a sigh. Now give thanks for your breath as you gently allow it to return to its natural rhythm. Take a moment to notice the path that your breath takes through your body. While the path our breath takes, like each of us, is unique, every breath is part of the one breath, which is breathing us all. Let your breath be an ever-present reminder of your oneness with, oneness with spirit and its ever-availability as a guide and source of inner peace, love, and clarity, regardless of outer circumstances. As we enter the stillness, remember to focus on your breath, and I offer this affirmation as our guide. I have been that I have been. I am that I am. And I will be what I will be simultaneously.
have been that I have been. I am that I am. And I will be what I will be simultaneously. I now invite you to return your awareness to the space that you are in. To do so, you might focus on your feet and notice and feel the support of the surface beneath. You might gently rub your palms together. Begin to expand your awareness and feel the space around you. And when you're ready, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to open. This completes our meditation experience. And so it is. for our service this morning. We have a wonderful opportunity during these times to spend more time being still and renewing our relationship with the one. And I invite you to do so whenever, wherever, and however possible. It has been a pleasure and an honor to facilitate this morning's meditation. Thank you.
Good morning, heart and soul. Welcome to our Sunday celebration service. Today is Sunday, March 21st. My name is Sonia Russell. I'm a proud licensed practitioner and founding member here at Heart and Soul. And it is my great pleasure to welcome you this morning and let you know how you can be more involved at Heart and Soul. I want to make sure you know that our theme, Adventures in Faith, Rise Up. We are getting ourselves steeped in it with our daily read, Emmett Fox, around the year with Emmett Fox. We are staying connected in all the ways that we are to be connected, visiting our website, being with us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and all the ways in which you podcast. We will have an opportunity to give in community together later in service, but we invite you to give at any time by visiting heartsoulcenter.org slash give or texting to give. And you can sign up to receive all of our um, opportunities to be engaged, as well as any videos we have um, by signing up for our recap. You can also visit our website to do that. And I invite you into our community affirmation. Thank you for everything. I have no complaint whatsoever. The practitioners are making sure we allow ourselves to be steeped in our annual read around the year with Emmett Fox. And so you can join them on Mondays, every Monday, in fact, at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. You can simply dial on for the Zoom. You don't have to um, sign up in any way. HeartSoulCenter.org slash Monday Review is how you get there. You can also visit our website for more information. On Wednesdays, Valerie Joy and David are hosting Imagining Justice. We are making sure we have all the tools we need to continue to rise up. And this week, we are celebrating the feminine, the divine, the revolutionary through spoken word with members um, and poets, Damali Robertson and Sheila Smith. That is, those two are amazing, so I am sure it's going to be a great time. Make sure that you join us. And I want to make sure that I let you know that there is no IJ experience on Wednesday, March 31st. Prosperity Plus 3 is upon us, Living Full Spectrum Wealth. I'm super excited about this class. This is one of the classes that supported me in transforming my life. You can register for this class at heartsoulcenter.org slash pp3-2021. The class begins on Saturday, April 3rd. It is, uh, the third is a 45-minute information session, and then there are seven additional uh, two-hour sessions after that. Uh, the class happens on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time. There's no registration fee to attend the class, uh, but you do have to have the online materials or the physical kit. Uh, and our practitioner, Janice Richmond, who is also a trained coach with Mary Morrissey, is facilitating the class. The class is sure to transform your life. You're trying to break through to the next level of success in all areas of your life. This class is for you. Prayer and Care Village wants you to know that prayer works. We here know it. We practice it. Following service about 10, by about 10 minutes, we offer prayer, as well as on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time. We also have a brand new prayer request line where you can leave a prayer and a prayer facilitator will return your call. And we, you can also email your prayer to prayerandcare at heartsoulcenter.org. We also have the opportunity, I told y'all we were about this prayer, you have the opportunity for the Power of Prayer podcast. So this is on demand in all the ways that you podcast 24 seven, uh, prayer in your pocket. You can visit anchorfm.heartsoulcenter. If you have not gotten um, yourself into the world of podcasts, that's where you get started. We want to let you know, and we're letting people know about availabilities of the COVID vaccine. True Vine Ministries is currently doing um, administering vaccines on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday 
um, from March 12th through April 4th. So you have to schedule an appointment. Uh, so make sure that you call, schedule your appointment. Uh, there are folks who are eligible. There are still uh, the line of eligibility, but in a lot of cases, the goal is to not waste any of the doses. So if you sign up and if for some reason you're not in those eligibilities, but they have additional vaccines, you're able to go and get it. Just make sure you do your research uh, if you're about the business of getting your COVID-19 vaccine. <sighs> and so family, I invite you to simply come into your breath. Our vision is how we endeavor to show up in the world. And so we like to take time to make sure that we are grounded in it. And so we recite it together, family. We are a loving and compassionate, world-class teaching and empowerment ministry. Through a consciousness of universal God presence, we release all resistance, separation, and fear. We claim our personal liberation and accept the eternal availability of joy, love, and abundance. Through our intention to be love and spread joy, we engender reflections of the same and more in others. Our ministry is a gift to the world, which expands through our practice and dedication. We welcome all people, and together we make a quantifiable positive difference on the planet, and so it is. Oh, and so family, now I invite you to simply find your breath. Allow yourself to be fully present in this moment, putting down all it took to get to this moment, giving no concern to all the things that must come after, simply being here now as we touch and agree and remember to remember that there's only one life. That life is God's life. That life is perfect. That life is my life now. That life is the life of all seven billion of us on the planet. Loving, knowing, trusting God. Seven billion ways to know love. Seven billion ways to know joy. Seven billion ways to know peace to know God. God is all that there is in all, over all, through all. The divine is present. Regardless of appearances and without exception, God is always working and working in our favor. I know this. I trust it. I rest, rule, and abide in it. Without exception, God is we are and all is exceedingly well. And so it is from this place of knowing and trusting that I, Sonia, speak my word on behalf of my beloved heart and soul center of light community, giving thanks in advance for our heart's desires being made manifest, that we know the truth of the gloriousness of this life, that we allow ourselves Hmm, to remember the truth about God and the truth about ourselves. That we know that we are blessed and highly favored. And so I am giving thanks for all things being made perfect in our lives this day. That we are healthy and well. That we know vitality and strength. That we are flexible and strong. That we know abundance with money to spend, save, and share. 
that we know the truth of our relationships and we feel seen, we feel heard, we feel loved, we feel safe. I know that the truth of God is in all of these moments because it is in us. And I am grateful. I am grateful for this community, for everyone, the hearts and hands that support this ministry. Those who are here late and show up early, our music ministry, our practitioners, our board of trustees, our ministers, our beloved Reverend Andriette, thank you. Thank you, thank you. We are, God is, and all is exceedingly well. And so it is in my perfect gratitude, my knowing, my trusting, my deep abiding faith that I simply release this word into the law. I know that it is done. I trust it as so, now and forevermore. And so it is. Good morning, heart and soul. I'm Reverend Angelo Allen, and I'm a staff minister here at Heart and Soul Center of Light. And this morning, it is my pleasure to introduce our guest speaker today, Reverend Karen Fry. For those of you who may not know her, Reverend Karen Fry is the co-spiritual director at Centers for Spiritual Living Dallas. Now, to liberally borrow on a time-honored phrase, the arc of her faith is long, and it bends toward unconditional love. From 2007 to 2013, Reverend Karen served in leadership at all levels at the Oakland Center for Spiritual Living. In 2010, she started Be Love, Pass It On, whose purpose it is to awaken in each of us the boundless love that resides within and to actually be that in the world. She became a licensed minister for Centers for Spiritual Living in 2013. And in August 2014, Reverend Karen was diagnosed with breast cancer, 10 tumors in her left breast. And you know what she did? She used our spiritual principles and practices to become cancer-free in less than one month. Karen was ordained as a minister in 2016. Now, I have known Reverend Karen for many years, and I can tell you this woman is some kind of spiritual dynamo. She has served for 14 consecutive years in our international organization, Centers for Spiritual Living. She currently serves as co-chair on the CSL Ministers Council, and Reverend Karen is also part of the Leadership Council of Faith Forward Dallas, serving as its convener for civic engagement, focusing on racial equity, housing solutions, migrant status, and gun sense. Now what you're going to receive today is what everyone comes to experience with Reverend Karen Fry, that she has a genuine love of all life, and she meets people exactly where they are. She leads with her heart and is willing to be vulnerable and real. Her enthusiasm is infectious and her authenticity is really beyond reproach. Now, I know that's a lot to take in. So right now, we're just going to create a little musical buffer 
give us an opportunity to raise our frequency to the appropriate level to receive Reverend Karen's message unimpeded. So right after our musical inspiration, the next voice you hear will be our sister and our minister, Reverend Karen Fry.
Good morning, heart and soul. I am so happy to be with you this morning. I'm, I feel very blessed to be asked by Reverend Andriette to speak with you this morning. And I just love your annual theme, Adventures in Faith, Rise Up. We're going to rise up this morning. And because it's March, we are celebrating Women's History Month. So I'm grateful that I get to bring some things forward and talk about this. So I'm starting with the foundational premise that spirit is the father, mother, God, because it is the principle of unity back of all things, the masculine and the feminine principles. Both come from the one. Unfortunately, throughout most of the history of humanity, these two principles of the one have not been equally celebrated honored, revered, and focused on. So as we choose to do so now, it changes everything, especially in this thing we call the collective game of life. I want to tell you about somebody who changed the game literally, and I wonder if you've heard of her. Her name is Wyomia Tyus. I suspect not. I hadn't heard of her. I came across an article earlier this month through Yahoo Sports in their Change the Game series. It's a series dedicated to the women who are often overlooked, underappreciated for the contribution to sports history. Wyoming Tyus made Olympic history in 1968 and no one cared. At the 1968 Summer Olympics in Mexico City, Ms. Tyus became the first person in history, man or woman, to win two consecutive gold medals in the 100-meter dash. It would take 20 years for anyone to match that feat. And it was Carl Lewis who defended his 100-meter gold in 1988, who matched that. And I bet you've heard of Carl Lewis and nearly 50 years for anyone to beat it. And who, who did that? Well, Usain Bolt won his third straight 100 meter gold in 2016. I bet you've heard of him as well. Well, Miss Tyus is a black woman and the daughter of sharecroppers and she also participated in the protest during the 1968 Olympics. Instead of wearing the, all, the team issued white shorts, she wore black shorts for all of her events to support the Olympic project for human rights. But by now, over 50 years later, Miss Tyus has largely been forgotten and her protests were overshadowed by John Carlos and Tommy Smith. You know, the two men who raised their fist on the podium. And when Lewis won his second straight gold in the 100 meter in 1988, he was celebrated as the first athlete to do that. And that wasn't true because it was 20 years after Ms. Tyus has, had actually done it. She wrote in her memoir, Tiger Bell, 
um, about the unfair treatment in the 1968 Olympics. And she said that it was because um, not only was she black, but she was a woman. And um, no one noticed except Howard Cosell. Um, no one was trying to notice her or give her a flag when she had done something that no one else in the world had ever done. And that took place even before Tommy and Carlos even ran their race, she said, and before I dedicated my medal to them. But she believed that the reason why she was um, treated the way she was, was something bigger was going on. And at the time, they were not about to bathe the black woman in glory. It would give us too much power, she said, wouldn't it? After her triumph at the 1968 Olympics, Miss Tyus left the level of competitive track and field behind because she couldn't make any kind of a career, sustaining career of it. Uh, she got married, she had a child, she became a teacher and a housewife. And in 2018, uh, ESPN interviewed her and asked her how she'd like to be remembered. She said that I would like for the world to know um, is uh, she didn't want the world to know about how fast she ran or how many medals she won and she won quite a number but she wanted people to remember her as a woman who gave it all that she could offer and she wanted to make life easier for other women and the women to come so i wanted to take this opportunity to ask you to join with me um, as, as a way of celebrating Women's History Month and celebrate her contribution, her power, and her life. You see, she's one of countless such great women who have accomplished things never done before, who have contributed greatly to the evolution of life, and many and most have gone unnoticed and unrecognized. Women are not at the forefront often and are not celebrated in our culture, our history, and our daily life. If we were, we wouldn't need a month to celebrate Women's History Month. And as you know, we just came off of Black History Month. So notice that there's clearly no need to have Men's History Month or White History Month for that matter, but I digress. The time has truly come to focus on, to grow and expand the divine feminine and that profound power that is within each of us. Let's call it woman power and bring forward this life-giving power to ensure that the feminine principles and qualities lead the way. We've had so much time in human history where the feminine qualities have not led the way. I came across something that Deepak Chopra wrote. It's on his website page for his foundation, the Chopra Foundation. And he talks about how 
um, masculine behavior has run its course as the model for power. The arms race, the world wars, the civil conflicts, and an insane amount of buildup of atomic bombs symbolizing masculine aggression reaching some kind of apex that is also a dead end. And this urge to fight and to turn competitors into enemies, nations into armed fortresses, and everyone into winners and losers won't save a planet, he says, that needs emergency medicine. So we find ourselves right now in a drastic state of imbalance because one entire half of the human psyche, the feminine, has been suppressed, violated, or ignored. He shares that the most basic listing of the divine feminine indicates instantly what is missing on the world stage right now. So these leading qualities of the feminines are one, mothering, the source of tenderness, of affection, of non-judgmental acceptance and nurturing. Number two, abundance. The freely given gifts of food and water supplied by the earth. I mean, there is such an abundance on this planet and it is freely given. Number three, beauty in every form. Number four, inspiration in the form of intuition, insight, and those muses that inspire art and music. And number five, peace, the impulse to live as one human family, humanity, that unity within humanity and live in harmony. So if we look at these, notice that they are all life-giving qualities. And each of these are so significantly important. And this is, these are beautiful expressions of life itself. And we can no longer afford to suppress, to violate and ignore the feminine principles that lie within ourselves and lie within each other they are so fully present in life. It's time for these feminine principles to rise up and we need to channel this feminine energy and use all these feminine principles. Women and those who identify with female energy, when we each are in command of this energy, we hold the key to all of creation's expressions and manifestations. See, we each are the great mother as life, each of us, men, women, no matter what gender we identify, we each are the great mother as life itself. And when this force is not understood, it becomes and becomes misdirected, this feminine energy expresses itself as isolation, depression, greed, and suffering. But when it's properly channeled, she can be the very means of creativity, spontaneity, and passion, and humanity gets to experience 
a fulfilling existence, that which is an, in alignment of life itself. I want to share another way uh, that I came across to examine the feminine aspects of life. I'm going to quote Jordan Peterson's Maps of Meaning. Okay, Maps of Meaning. And uh, this Maps of Meaning is a unique synthesis of the meaning of mythologies, the architecture of belief, and our human need to relate in story form the deep structure of our experiences. Peterson writes, quote, woman, insofar as she is subject to natural demands, is not merely a model for nature. She is divine nature in imagination and actuality. She literally embodies the matrix of biological being and provides as such an appropriate figure for the metamorphic modeling of the ground of everything. Okay, I love that. The metamorphic modeling of the ground of everything. The totality from which all forms emerge. When I do spiritual mind treatment, um, many times in the recognition step, the first step of treatment, when I talk about um, what I know to be true of spirit, life itself, I use the phrase, the ground of all being. So I love um, this ground of everything that he speaks about. And anything which gives life and offers sustenance falls under the category of mother, much like the earth does. This earth, mother earth, offers its land to whatever expression of life that desires to live and express itself in its diverse form here on this planet. And I know that this mother is not the only mother expressing like this. I'm sure earth is not the only one. And yet here we are on mother earth and she is an appropriate figure for the metamorphic modeling of the ground of everything. So there are so many ways of looking at the feminine perspective that shows up in this reality of life itself. So finally, I want to look at the science of mind perspective on the feminine and bring something forward that Ernest Holmes writes about. He says that so far as we know from teachings handed down to us from antiquity, the Holy Ghost signifies the feminine aspect of the divine trinity. It represents the divine activity of the higher mental plane. He says, the breath of God or the law of being. The law of being is the feminine 
He shares that it is difficult for us to transpose the meaning of ancient symbols into modern language, but it seems to be the consensus among the scholars who have studied this subject that the Holy Ghost means the relationship between the Father and the Son or the divine creative fertility of the universal soul when impregnated by the divine ideas. So if creation is to take place, there must be a divine imagination, which is spontaneous and a creative medium through which it acts. And this creative medium, as we know, and we've studied in our science of mind classes is the law of mind. And what's interesting is the ancients called this law the feminine. Wow, all right? So this is a profound way of looking at the feminine, the law of mind. Do you remember that when we went over the teaching symbol? Remember the creative medium? Um, what we would at times refer to as soul in our teaching symbol? Well, we know what that's about. That which must produce that which is impressed or planted within it. And it is feminine, this creative medium. So think about this. There's a quote from Ernest Holmes that says, all nature conspires to produce and manifest the freedom of the individual. Well, we are these individualized expressions and it conspires to produce and manifest this freedom that it may unloose its own energy. And just stop there. What energy are we focused on? Are we putting in the forefront that we are lifting up and celebrating um, and expanding? I dare say it's time to do this as the feminine energy. You see, God is surely for us. And Ernest Holmes says that this thing must act in a with the definite law in the universe. And this law says that whenever and wherever there is an adequate subjective image which does not contradict the nature of the universe, that image will not only tend to take form, but will take form and manifest. So what does it mean? does not contradict the nature of the universe. Well, the nature of the universe is good. The principle of life is for more life. It nurtures, it cares for. You see, the principle of life cannot produce death without destroying itself. So if there's a will of God, if there's a will of spirit, and, and I, I use this in science of mind, term, the will of life has to be about life only. So everything is and tends to be about the expansion and the multiplication of the divine plan. Everything 
that expresses life does so without harm or hurt. This is the feminine energy. This is the feminine principle. And so anything that enables us to express greater life, happiness, joy, creativity, beauty, we can express so long as it does not harm anyone or anything. And this is to be celebrated that anything within one's own self-expression or experiences at the expense of society or other individuals defeats the purpose of freedom, which is everyone's divine birthright. For back of it all is unity. So it is time to rise up. We absolutely need for the feminine principles to rise up through each of us, every single one of us, because they give life, they provide sustenance, they are nurturing, they create and sustain harmony, creativity, beauty, having life itself come from a woman implies a birth to all things regarding matters of renewal, change, expression, manifestation, and emanation. And so humanity is in fact in need of renewal, great change, and a clear outpicturing of its divine expression. And I believe that the way we do this is to celebrate, honor, revere, and focus on the gifts, life, contributions, consciousness, and actions of women for the sake of all humanity. To highlight and promote the feminine aspects in our language, in our words, in our actions, I'd like to ask you to do something with me from this point forward. When reading something to anyone, yourself, out loud to yourself or to anyone else, change the language, change the he, which is dominant in most writings to she change the his to hers, change the man to woman. So as I started this with you this morning, I'm here to say it's not. Spirit is the father, mother, God. Spirit is the mother, father, God. And we are each to know the sacredness and the power of the feminine principles because they too come from the one. It's time to say, I am woman, hear me roar. It's time to say, I am the divine feminine for all of us to say this, to say I am 
the divine feminine and to bring these principles forward to say today, I, the divine feminine, rise up and I lead the way because there is so much for us to celebrate in this. so cold but you are always warm when my back is tied you take me in your arms you're the moral compass directing me to light you're the golden glow in the middle of my night in recognition of the person that you are celebration of your heart that's why i want to give you your flowers now that's why i want to give you your flowers
in today's world especially, it's not easy to keep a center going. You know, often as a participant or a congregant or someone who's part of the community, we're not really thinking maybe about the electric bill and about all the many things it takes to keep a community together and growing. Some of you know that I am the founder of the Prosperity Plus programs one, two, and three, and I know that your center has offered these programs to you. I'm a deep believer in tithing. And we all have giving patterns. Many of us give actually only emotionally. We give when we feel like we have a little extra. And then there's another kind of giving that's a regular repeated giving that comes with a percentage to it. And if it's not 10%, it's 5% or it's 6%, but it comes out of a decision to have circulation in your life, planting in a beautiful place like the heart and soul center of light for the growth of a community that you has nurtured you, can nurture you further, and more than that, can spread this wonderful message to a world that is deeply hungering, even if they don't know yet that they're hungering for it. So I invite us on this day to lean in and make a commitment for percentage giving over the next year. And then turn around every three months and take a look at what's happening in your life. Something happens when you're a regular giver. And each month as you're receiving your income, a portion of it goes to support. Uh, it changes the way you feel about yourself. It changes your level of expectation of good in your life. It changes your sense of worthiness and your connection with the very source of your life. Good morning, heart and soul family. Reverend Angelo reminding you that we have arrived at our time for gracious giving at Heart and Soul Center of Light. And as Mary Morrissey points out, there are so many ways in which we need your support. We need your love to ensure that the programs and the, um, all of the activities that we engage continue here at Heart and Soul Center of Light. And so you can give your gift to Heart and Soul Center of Light in several ways. You can mail a check to Heart and Soul Center of Light at 5627 Telegraph Avenue, number 405, Oakland, California, 94609. You can also give online at our website, heartsoulcenter.org slash give. And while you're there, you can even make the, the decision to set up your gift on a recurring basis, meaning it will give automatically in a certain amount at the interval that you choose, or you can set it up as a one-time gift, whatever works for you. Last but not least, my favorite way of giving is to simply text the word GIVE to 510-500-5849. However you choose to give is absolutely right and perfect. And it is also important that we maintain the proper consciousness in our giving, blessing our good before it is even given, thereby establishing the good that our gift will do in the world. And so with this idea in mind, I invite you to take your gift in hand and maybe place it right over your heart. And let us say our blessing together. I bless this gift as healing energy and send it into the divine flow of all good. Infinite prosperity circulates through me, through my church, and throughout the world because I know God as source. And so it is.
Thank you, Revelo, and thank you, Reverend Karen, for reminding us to be grounded and to rise up in the divine feminine. I am grateful for that reminder. Family, I'm here to remind you, again, what we have going on here at Heart and Soul. Beginning with some support I'm going to need from family. The COVID-19 vaccines are available. So we're gonna make sure that you go to True Vine Ministries and see what you can find there uh, with regard to information that is available. Uh, you, we're basically making sure that you have the opportunity to get what you need. So make sure that you spend some time looking that up either at True Vine, there may be also some availability at the West Oakland Senior Center. I also wanna let you know that the practitioners are in the practitioners are in the business of supporting us with Around the Year with Emmett Fox um, every Monday from, at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Visit heartsoulcenter.org slash Monday Review to participate. On Wednesday, Imagining Justice with Valerie Joy and David, celebrating the feminine, the divine, the revolutionary through spoken word with poets Damali Robertson and Sheila Smith. HeartSoulCenter.org slash Imagining Justice is how you join. On Thursdays, Tammy Hall is live on Facebook Live at 6 p.m. Pacific time. We want to make sure that we are supporting our sister, pianist, composer, arranger, educator, musical director. We love Tammy Hall. Make sure that when you're spending time with her that you tip generously. Prosperity Plus Three, Living Full Spectrum Wealth is upon us. Class begins April 3rd. You want to register by visiting HeartSoulCenter.org slash pp 3 Dash 2021. You have to have, there's no registration fee for the class, but you do need online materials. So make sure that you get yourself registered so that you can get those materials and have them in time for class. The textbook you need is Working with the Law by Raymond Hollowell. Many of you may have it. It was one of our summer school reads. And practitioner Janice Richmond is not only um, one of my favorite practitioners here at Heart and Soul, she is also one of Mary Morrissey's coach. And so she is steeped really deeply in the Prosperity Plus um, philosophy. So make sure that if you are about creating a life that you truly love living, that you are part of this Prosperity Plus Three class. Because we recently moved, if you're considering a new gift for our new church home, gift cards are a great idea at any of these familiar retailers. Um, you, we also have a few items still remaining on our Amazon wish list, so visit heartsoulcenter.org slash wishlist for that. And Heart and Soul continues to support Marcus Books, the oldest independently owned black bookstore in the country, as well as delicious Jamaican cuisine at Kingston 11, the town's gathering space. We want to make sure that we are supporting them, family, so make sure that you are patronizing both of these locations. And our youth and family village, The Pulse Meets, at 11.30 Pacific time on Sundays. Uh, you can send email or have your teen send email to the pulse at heartsoulcenter.org to be a part. And our young, our young kids, our ages four to 12, are still engaged in asynchronous learning uh, via videos at heartsoulcenter.org slash watchyfv. We still have some um, videos celebrating Women's History Month there as well. We remind you that prayer works. It works for everything. We stand with you in knowing your highest and best. There is group prayer, 10 minutes following the conclusion of our service today, as well as on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time. And you can call and have a prayer facilitator return your call by calling 
877-777-7747. And you can also email your prayer request, prayerandcare at heartsoulcenter.org. The point family is to get into the prayer game. And at any time, you can be engaged with Reverend Andriette's vlog, her point of power, by visiting our YouTube channel. As well, we have our pop power of prayer for such a time as this, an opportunity for you to have our prayer podcast 24-7. You can carry around prayer in your pocket. If you're not already on a podcast, visit anchor.fm slash heartsoulcenter to sign up. And it's my opportunity to give thanks for all of you who have been present for our service this morning, as well as those who are watching from out of the area. We are always grateful for our Bay Area family and their presence. And we wanna make sure that we lift up those folks from Jackson, Mississippi, Los Angeles, California, Spartanburg, South Carolina, Salvador, Brazil, Capitola, California, San Jose, Costa Rica, Waterford, Connecticut, Sacramento, California, Las Vegas, Baton Rouge, Jaco, Costa Rica, Salida, California, Port Angeles, Washington, Seattle, Washington, Detroit, Michigan is also in the house. I am grateful, and on behalf of our beloved Reverend Andriette, want to thank you all for the time you spend being in community with us. And I want to give thanks for Reverend Karen and invite her to pray us home. I invite you to go within to that infinite field of unconditional love, that boundless love. Knowing that this one life is the mother, father, God, the ground of all being, that which is abundance, creativity, beauty, that which unabashedly gives to itself so fully, so exquisitely, so supremely that all of life, all of life out pictures out as itself. This one life is the spirit divine, the feminine and masculine principles of life itself. It is that which is um, guided and moved as divine right action and divine right order. And this life is a life of harmony, of peace, of um, that which knows how to give to itself, nurture itself, and bring its best self forward. And as I know that this one life is this, I know that I am that I am. I am the individualized expression of this one life showing up as Karen. And as I know this to be the truth of my life, I know this to be the truth of the lives within the sound of this voice and beyond. And so I speak the word for each of us that we each rise up, rise up in our consciousness, rise up in our awarenesses, uh, rise up in our activities, rise up in our words, rise up in our thoughts, rise up in our actions. And we come from this place of the feminine principles that brings full life forward, supports life, nurtures life, um, 
maintains a sense of harmony within each of our own selves and in the lives of those around us. I absolutely know that intuition leads the way that guides that which seemingly goes beyond any kind of um, recognition or reality of how it just is. Um, that there is beauty and creativity that abounds in every single one of our lives from the arts to the anything that is creative, music, all of the creativity of life springs forth right here and right now. And that we bring these aspects of the divine reality forward in our life to the fullest extent that these feminine principles lead the way, that we celebrate who we are, that all women um, maintain within themselves that power, that presence, that awareness, that life springs forth through each of us, that all of life outpictures and we are the through point, and that every single person every single person because of its spiritual reality possesses and has these feminine principles and that it is truly, truly the way in which life works that we shine the light on them, that we um, bring them forward in their highest potentiality. Love leads the way. Peace leads the way. Harmony is present. Abundance is clear and shared with everyone. That we nurture our own selves and we nurture the lives of those around us and all sentient beings. I declare that these feminine principles take the lead are celebrated, are honored, are revered, and are wanted right here and right now, that this is truly the evolution of humanity awakening to our spiritual magnificence. And so I release these words and let them loose, knowing that the law the feminine aspect of life itself must bring this forth, bring the life of these words forth. They must be made manifest right here and right now. And so it is in great expectancy that I know that it is already so. Therefore, I claim it, I name it, and say, Ashe. Amen, amen, aho, and so it is. Thank you, thank you, Mother, Father, God, how good it is. I met a prophet.
prophet, dark as the night. She could see into my soul, said she'd been watching and had some advice. She said shadows made you whole. A life without pain is a wolf in sheep's clothes. Cause if you listen to the lessons that it holds, you'll find the goal. Child, it's time to break the shell. Life's gonna hurt, but it's meant to be felt. You cannot touch the sky from inside yourself. You cannot fly until you break the shell. I can remember when I was a child How the grown folks seem so crazy Why are they so angry? Why are they so loud? And when I grow up, that's never ever gonna be me That was the moment that I decide That I would build a wall just shy of six feet tall too strong to fall child it's time to break the shell life's gonna hurt but it's meant to be felt you cannot touch the sky from inside yourself you cannot fly until you break the shell is not being hard it's time to peel back all of the layers you put between who you're meant to be and who you are and go be who you are so much disappointment to finally understand that there is no such thing as perfect We're all simply doing the best that we can And we have the choice to live or truly be alive This is your life Child, it's time to break the shell Life's gonna hurt, but it's meant to be felt You cannot touch the sky from inside yourself You cannot fly until you break the shell Do with these words what you will It's time for us to be stuck on the ground until you finally break the shell